0: This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network. Learn more at trine.edu. Hi everyone, welcome to The Onliners Podcast, a podcast that dives deeper into the mysterious world of online learning, featuring myself, Regina, and my colleague and good friend, Kirsten. Hi, Kirsten. Hi, Regina. We are two higher education professionals at Trine Online, a team within Trine University located in Angola, Indiana. In our last episode from his book, E-Learning by Design, I introduced William Horton's Absorb Type, Do Type, and Connect Type activities. In the previous episode, the first in a series of three, I focused on the Absorb Type activity. This episode will focus on the Do Type activity. As a quick recap, absorb activities provide an opportunity for learners to obtain information they need to further their learning. Reading, listening, and watching are all examples of absorb-type activities. Just like I shared in the previous episode, listening to this podcast is an example of an absorb-type activity. While absorb type activities provide information, it's the do type activities that transform that information into a skill set. So let's talk about do type activities. In do type activities, learners practice. As Horton shares, absorb type activities deliver the information, where do type activities transfer that information into knowledge as well as skills. In do type, learners discover, parse, decode, analyze, verify, combine, organize, discuss, debate, evaluate, condense, refine, elaborate, and most importantly, apply their knowledge. In his book, E-Learning by Design, Horton shares three categories of do-type activities, practice activities, discovery activities, and games and simulations. We've all heard the phrase, practice makes perfect. This is how we apply this well-known concept. The first of the three practice activities include such actions as drill and practice, hands-on, and teamwork activities. First, drill and practice. This is a time when the learner repeatedly exercises a small concept or area of knowledge. This is an effective method for learning a foreign language recognizing signs or symbols of a profession, steps in a safety procedure, and so on. Using flashcards, virtual flashcards, for multiplication is another example of this drill and practice approach. The next example of the practice approach is the hands-on activity. This gives learners real work to perform. In a hands-on activity, the learner practices a practical task. Examples of hands-on tasks could be something like balancing a checkbook with an online calculator, or creating a chart comparing the different styles of leadership, or listing the steps to take in a technical process, or filling out an online form. In other words, this hands-on type of activity guides learners through a real-life task. Now, still focused on the practice activities, let's take a look at teamwork. Group projects not often are met with jubilee and joy. We know this. Yet group work is important. First, working in teams provides that learner-to-learner interaction that is so important in online courses. Teamwork allows learners an opportunity to get to know each other and share ideas and experiences. And second, let's face it, the majority of us have to be effective, functioning team members every day in our jobs and in our volunteer roles and in our families. We do not live solitary lives. So practicing the skills needed to be an effective team member are really important skills to practice. Teamwork impacts many areas of our lives. When thinking of the team task activity in regard to learning environments, the same is true. It's important for learners to practice. Oftentimes, this teamwork is an opportunity for the team members to solve a single complex problem. Again, doing something with the skills and knowledge that they've gained via those absorb-type activities. Okay, so we've discussed the practice activities. Now let's take a look at the second of Horton's list, which is the discovery activities. We'll focus on case studies and role-playing. So case studies, they have been used for ever, and for good reason. What better way to learn from an experience, particularly a shared experience, than by evaluating the factors that impacted the case and exploring the variety of outcomes that could have happened if something or many things had been different. Of course, simply reading the case study is that absorb type activity that we talked about in the previous episode. Yet using problem-solving skills in regard to the case makes this a do-type activity. In case analysis, learners need to solve problems, make decisions, cope with ambiguities, and consider multiple factors impacting the players in the outcomes of each case scenario. The second focus of the discovery activity section is role-playing. As Horton shares, quote, Children learn much adult behavior by playing being an adult. Likewise, adults can learn much by playing the role of someone else. In role-playing scenario, the instructor states a goal and assigns learners roles in achieving that goal. Learners research their roles. They then collaborate via online meetings and discussion forums to play out their roles to achieve the goal. Another great way to use this role-playing approach is to use pros and cons or for and against approach to a topic. Have students argue for both sides of an issue. This activity can really stretch a learner's mind to consider alternative views to a topic. Finally, let's discuss the third of what Horton has introduced and this is the games and simulations of the do type activities. Games and simulations, as Horton shares, turn learning into play, meaningful and productive play. Some examples include quiz show games, word puzzles, crossword puzzles, and so on. Early in my career, I used crossword puzzles during synchronous sessions in one of my online classes. I could weave this type of engagement throughout the content review of the synchronous session. For example, Let's say that five down of a crossword puzzle might be what word is the percentage of customers who cancel a product or service or leave within a specified period of time? Well, the answer is churn, C-H-U-R-N. The student that correctly named the term first would earn a point. In this particular class, these points were extra credit points that could be earned each week by attending the voluntary synchronous review session. I also kept a running total throughout the entire term and crowned a content review champion at the end of the course, including a runner-up. Both students were mailed a small gift certificate that could be used online at the university bookstore. It was a fun and effective way to keep my students engaged during the entire review session, and we had a lot of laughs as the competition really heated up towards the end of the term. I've used variations of this crossword puzzle approach in a variety of my courses with equal success. Simple games can add pizzazz to an online class. Even if your course is asynchronous, you can still hold voluntary live sessions and create games for content review. Be sure to record these sessions so that your students, who can't make the live session, can go back and watch and listen at a later time. To wrap up this episode, as Horton shares, these do-type activities are the path between explanations and skills. Do-type activities put brains into action. So far in this three-part series, we've explored absorb-type activities and do-type activities. In the next and final episode of the series, we will take a look at connect-type activities. Thanks for joining.